So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find that very, very easily. Also, don't forget, at, at, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. 
And, um, of course, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, all part of our social media platforms. Uh, get out there and enjoy uh, the, the, enjoying the conversation. Always enjoy, again, um, um, conversing with you guys on social media, and we thank you for listening to the program as well. Uh, hey, today on the program, we're going to have uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. Also, um, we're going to have um, um, uh, the first hour and a half, uh, we'll be talking about the Saints, uh, their troubles, the issues they're having right now. Uh, we'll talk about Tulane in, a, in a, a loss that I keep hearing trap game. And, you know, for the life of me, when you've been in a situation Tulane's been in, uh, for most of, again, my lifetime, uh, with the up and down like a stock market in terms of the ability to, be able to put together winning seasons, and you have what you have right now, and you can't get ready and be ready for USM, and you're looking – how can this team look look ahead to anyone? Okay. Uh, you know, first of all, you're looking forward to Houston? You're looking, looking to Houston? Come on. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, LSU with just a fantastic win over, over uh, New Mexico, and I'm going to talk about the future when I talk about LSU. You know, not so much now because, look, there's no really way to tell how good this team can be this year based on the first three games of the year uh, because of the opponent. Um, you know, they're, they're getting better. We're seeing growth every single week, which is what you want to see. But to me, this is a foundation year, as I've said all year long. Uh, and I believe that when you look at this roster and you project forward, that this this class that we're seeing now, and last year's class, Ogeron's final class, those that are that are sophomores, redshirt freshmen, have an opportunity to do something really special at LSU, and, I, and I'll talk about it as we go forward on the program. Also, the Pelicans will open up media day today. That means training camp starts tomorrow. Um, the uh, first of all, everybody wants to know how Zion looks. He's in incredible shape. Uh, maybe again the best shape we've ever seen him in his pro career. Um, uh, the offseason has been really not an offseason for this team because uh, what they did was they came together as a team and they worked out all offseason long, whether, again, it would be in, in, in cities around the, uh, the country or, again, uh, back at the facility here in New Orleans. And uh, that's good news for the Pelicans who need to start off fast uh, this season, unlike what we've seen with other seasons uh, with the Pels. And they are poised, again, on paper, now, I say this on paper again, right? They are poised to be uh, uh, a contender for the division this year. And, and that's all you can ask for. You know, again, it's, it's incremental steps in the NBA. Nobody goes from worst to first like you see in the NFL. NFL is a different animal. There's parity in the NFL, true parity in the NFL. Again, winning and losing is razor thin in the NFL. Uh, in the NBA, it's a little bit different. You've got to build up your team to get to that point. Or you can buy a team. Okay, uh, like we've seen many cities do, you know, again, many franchises do where, again, they, you know, put together these super teams. But for the most part, if you're doing it right, you're building and you're going into increments. And again, that way you have sustainability in terms of winning. And the Pels are on that track. And then, of course, just bad headlines for the city again. And I'll talk about it before before we finish up uh, and, and go to Larry Holder at uh, 535 this afternoon. Uh, the New York Post has joined, again, publications and news services around the country, putting a spotlight on New Orleans. 
uh, the murder capital of the United States, uh, the issues we're having with the mayor, the recall, uh, again, the, the, the infrastructure that is crumbling. I mean, again, all of our warts, all of our dirty laundries out there for everybody to be able to see now. Uh, as, again, now national correspondents are, are, again, finding out, as they normally do, right? Right? Weeks, months later, they start to figure out what's going on here in New Orleans. And, of course, now we're seeing this uh, not just, uh, again, in, in the news media here in New Orleans or across Louisiana. Uh, now and again, it's just across the world because we are an international city. And that's what happens when you're in an international city. People don't care about what's happening in Des Moines, Iowa, okay? Well, they care about what's happening in New Orleans, Louisiana. We have that going for us. Unfortunately, again, we can't get out of our own way when it comes to electing uh, individuals to be able to lead our city. And we reap what we sow, okay, where we are right now. Uh, with LaToya Cantrell. So I'll get into that as we as we go forward on the program today, which is, by, by the way, brought to you by our friends at Hendrix Neptunia Gym. Uh, have you tried it? Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't tried it, go into your favorite, favorite spirit store and, and grab a bottle, uh, put it on the, on, on the, uh, in the liquor cabinet, put it out, out in front, and again, when you decide to have that cocktail, maybe again after a long day, or again, maybe you're having your nightly cocktail, whatever, however, again, you choose to be able to, again, enjoy your libation, when and whenever. Uh, make 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 Neptunia, uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gym uh, part of that repertoire. Uh, much like Mint Summer Solstice, much like Lunar, fast becoming one of the highest selling uh, limited edition spirits in the super premium gin category. Uh, it is blowing up, and why wouldn't it? Okay, the, the the flavor profile is different than what we've ever seen in terms of a gin. Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character. Remember, you can't have a, a gin without juniper, right? Uh, it's lengthened by deep, earthy notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals uh, and, of course, fresh coastal herbs. And again, there's an unmistakable crisp finish with this, uh, with this gin. Uh, and, of course, uh, Leslie Gracie, who is the master distiller for, for Henrik's Gin, is a scientist by trade, and she loves to do experimentation. That's where we're seeing all these different uh, flavor profiles coming together uh, to be able to, again, make Hendrix Neptunia Gin a limited edition gin, uh, one of the fastest-selling, and again, uh, uh, more beloved uh, gins that are on the market right now. It can be found at your favorite spirit store. It's a refreshing product, again, for spring and summer. But as we get into the fall, you'll be able to enjoy it as well. Make sure, again, when you head to your favorite spirit store, you're reaching for a, a, a William Grant product. How about Henry's Nectunia Gin? Only around till uh, March of 2023. Get it while you can, because when it's gone, it's gone. Um, let's start with the Saints, 22-14 to 14 losers to Carolina yesterday. You don't matter, Carolina team has lost nine straight. Okay, we're going back to last year. And I heard a quote from Brian Kelly that just, I mean, just blew me away. But it's so true, especially when you talk about sports. One time is an accident. Second time is a coincidence. Third time is a habit. He said that on Saturday night after the Tigers, uh, you know, stomped uh, New Mexico. Seems apropos to me. This Saints team on paper has the talent to be one of the top teams in the NFC. But ladies and gentlemen, one thing we know from, again, being lifelong Saints fans, you don't win on paper. No, you don't. Paper is how you can maybe, again, describe the protection on this offensive line. Paper thin, okay? This offensive line, and then, again, which is littered with first-round picks, highly compensated players, are the root of the stagnation of this offense right now. Now, look, they've been physical at times, but through three games, they can't handle the blitz. Pass protection is spotty at best. 
and they are the root of the issues, again, that they're having on offense, and it should not be. Yes, you lost Toronto Armstead, but Toronto Armstead was a guy that if you, you, you had him for half a season, you had him for half a season, you were lucky. Ruiz and Pete have played horrible. McCoy, again, is supposed to be one of the top centers in the NFL, just handsomely paid. Uh, again, having all kind of issues with either the snap or, again, penalties. I mean, I can't tell you how many lookout blocks I've seen Ruiz involved in. Pete, you know, even, again, the great Ryan Ramshack has struggled. Also Hurst. It's, again, across the board with his offensive line. They've sucked. And that's the root of the – that is the root of the problem on offense right now. Now, Jameis Winston does not get a pass here, okay? I understand he's injured, and that was what we talked about last week. I had a lot of my colleagues come on this program, on other programs, again, uh, on, in the paper, et cetera, and talked about even Jameis saying, well, the injury's not an excuse. Well, got to be something, right? But let me say this right now. It's pretty obvious that, number one, either he doesn't want to or doesn't have the ability to be able to scramble, to get to be able. And right now, with this offensive line, you kind of got to be able to scramble a little bit to get out, you know, and also you have to know, again, where your reads are. Uh, It's pretty, I mean, yesterday Carolina threw, again, the entire book at them in terms of of blitzes. They were doing zero blitzes at one time, okay, where, again, you know you got to get the ball out quickly. And at times, James wasn't able to do it. He doesn't get a pass, though. He shows flashes of brilliance through the first three games. But he holds on to the ball too long. He's inaccurate. And he has questionable decision-making. Say it right now. I think it's a byproduct of the injury. But I also think it's a byproduct of the offensive line. But he's not the quarterback that we saw last year before the knee injury. Here at the end. It also could be a byproduct of, again, Peyton not being on that sidelines. Okay? And the wrath of Peyton. Because of the lack of protection, his inability to scramble, you know what he looks like to me? He looks like the Jameis of Tampa Bay. I mean, he does. Tease you with a great drive, okay, and then self-inflicted stake through your heart. His turnovers, his decision-making, questionable. Questionable. But again, I go back to this. It's not only Jameis. Jameis is a quarterback that needs protection. What did I say last year? What have I said through the through through the through the offseason? He needs protection. He doesn't step up in the pocket like Breeze did. He would rather again step back and, and throw the ball. He throws the ball. His mechanics are horrible at times. When his mechanics are on, he is a, an incredible quarterback. When they're not, he's a below average quarterback. He's inaccurate. And in the small windows in the NFL, if you're inaccurate, you're a turnover waiting to happen. Offensive line protection issues are a huge part of this. But, but Winston's issues with his injury are also an issue here because I think it's reverted him back to Tampa Bay Jameis. Now, look, it's not just him, okay? There's a lot. What did Peyton used to say? Dirty hands? There's a lot of them? Yeah. I'll, I'll make that comment a little bit later on in my monologue as well. The Stars are making mistakes. We've seen Ingram twice fumble in the red zone that it cost this team. Yesterday. You see Kamara fumbling, pick six, okay? Um, McCoy, as I mentioned, missing blocks, getting penalized. Ramshack missing blocks. Lutz is missing kicks, getting kicks blocked. He took, he took the, the blame for the, um, for the field goal getting blocked, but 66 got blown up, got blown up. There's nobody that's kicking over that, okay? 
which means, again, more line issues, more protection issues, right? More protection issues. Uh, you go right down the line, folks, on, on, the, on the problems that ail this team. Tyron Matthew, again, a great addition to this team, whiffing on a tackle. That, that again, went for a touchdown. He wasn't the only one, but he's the safety. Remember, we talked about that with Marcus Williams. You know, one of the things Marcus Williams didn't do well was tackle. And, again, as the safety, you are the last line of defense. You have to tackle. You have to make the tackle. Didn't do it on Sunday. Lattimore getting penalized, thrown out of games. Come on. I can go on and on and on. Once again, as Peyton used to say, a lot of dirty hands when you talk about this team. This team, this room has a reputation of, against self-policing. Okay? What do we talk about offseason off season long? One of the things I talked about with Gardner Johnson, right? Look, I believe that Gardner Johnson could have stayed with his team, and especially, again, what we're seeing now with, again, the, the attrition within the defensive backfield with injuries, it was stupid to be able to trade him. Because my, 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 whole, my whole premise was, number one, he's not going to cause problems in that locker room because 31 other teams are looking at him, okay, and, and that he's looking for a payday. Number two, this is a locker room that is strong and will self-police itself. I don't know what happened there because they're not doing it, okay? They're not doing a very good job of holding each other accountable. That's an issue. That's a real issue. The coaching staff appears weak, and I mean that. This is the same coaching staff for the most part under Peyton, right? But it it appears weak without Peyton. I mean, it just does. I mean, it almost feels like there's a lack of respect from this team. And that there's no fear of, the, again, the team of losing their position on the team, starting position, losing their jobs, quote-unquote. I go back to something that Peyton instilled the day he walked in the door, okay, because Hassett was the same way as, as Allen. Hassett wasn't a guy that in a lot of cases he seemed to be, again, a team coach. He was a player's coach. Allen seems to be the same way. But Allen doesn't appear, appear to strike the fear in anyone at all, at all. Carmichael, <laughs> maybe one of the biggest disappointments so far because you know that Peyton would have figured out a way at this point in the season, whether it be through the wrath of Peyton, whether it been, it, it, again, going in, in into the lab and figuring out, again, what I have to do to be able to uh, give some more protection for my quarterback, to be able to make sure, again, that my, my, my team is not, again, turning the ball over, being penalized, being the undisciplined team we're seeing right now, Peyton would have done something about it. Carmichael's play calling has not been imaginative. There's no rhythm to this offense. Now, some of this could be, again, protection issues, but some of this is just this plain damn play, bad play calling. Period at the end. Look, I think we all agree this is a quality coaching staff. We've seen this coaching staff develop players, okay? They didn't forget how to do that. But the one thing, again, from the outside looking in, it just appears that they don't have the respect of this team. Maybe it's to get the lack of fear, the, 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 the lack of wrath of pain. I don't know. But, you know, con- continuity is a great concept. But continuity also is comfortability. Think about that for a second, ladies and gentlemen. You know, normally when a coach moves on, there's a coaching shakeup. That means everybody's got to prove their worth to the new staff. This team's depth chart has been set since minicamp. Nobody's in fear of losing their job here. And it's a very undisciplined team right now. Peyton would not have stood for it. I keep going back to Peyton because he set the standard. This is his group. 
This is the team he put together. Peyton would not have stand, not stood for this again, an undisciplined team. There's no way in the world. Something has to happen. Something has to happen. Maybe, again, Allen's got to shake things up. We, we've seen Peyton do this. Remember? Maybe Allen's got to have his Charles Brown moment. You know, I've seen enough moment. Because the fans definitely have. There's no doubt about that. This is not the team that was advertised. One and two with an offense that's looked good for really about a quarter and a half. A quarter and a half. Really. That's it. Too much talent on this offense to be so inept. A defense is playing well enough to win, but not creating turnovers or sacks to overcome the sacks and turnovers that the offense is giving up. I mean, it's pretty amazing. You know, the offense is turning the ball over. The offense is getting penalized. Again, stagnation, uh, three and out, three and out, three and out. The poor defense, again, you know, playing their hearts out. But at the same time, they're not doing enough. They're not getting the sacks. They're not getting the turnovers to overcome what the offense is doing right now. I'll ask the question that I think everybody should be asking right now. Where is the leadership on this team? Where's the accountability on this team right now? Where's the respect for the coaching staff? You know, this is the coaching staff that the, the team wanted, remember? And then to a man, no, Dennis Allen's the guy. He, we want to keep it all together, continuity. Every man in that locker room, whoa, Dennis Allen, he needs to be elevated. He deserves it. He worked hard. He's the guy. Not really playing for him right now, are you? Everyone in that organization was all in on continuity. This is an undisciplined team right now that is plagued again by self-inflicted mistakes. We see it every, we've seen it every single week. That's just not Saints-like. It's just not. One of the things that you could pride yourself on during the Peyton era is, again, a lot of times they're not self-destructing. And if they start to, the wrath of Peyton comes in and he, he straightens it out. Nine turnovers this season, minus six for, again for the season. Penalties that kill drives or extend drives. It's an epidemic in that locker room right now. And please, don't let me hear this because this makes me angry when I hear this. This is the new, the new, this is the, this is the new excuse, okay? They didn't have enough time on task in training camp. What? Wait a minute. We didn't have enough time on task in training camp. What? They have the same amount of time to get ready for the season as the other 31 teams. Okay? This is an excuse. And, and, and the root of the loser mentality on this team right now, it's like they, they caught a bad flu. Okay? If they didn't have enough time on task, then they need, Dennis Allen needs to look in the mirror. Okay? Because you didn't work them hard enough. I mean... <laughs> You had some of the members of the media that were out there every day that mentioned, man, you know, the, the, the practices are not as long. They're not as hard, you know, as what we've seen in the past. He's not really working them that hard. Really? Already you can't work them hard because of the collective bargain agreement. So you need to take it again right up to the, law, right up to the letter of the law, right? To get a football team ready. We've already talked about hardening the body. And making sure that, again, you can take a hit so you're not fumbling. Making sure you got the continuity, again, with the offensive line so you're not having penalties and you're not, again, allowing your quarterback to get crushed by, by a blitz or, again, a missed block. 
you know, a running back that, again, holds on to the football. Receivers that, again, run the correct routes and catch the ball. And, oh, by the way, a quarterback that understands what his reads are and, again, is accurate getting the ball out quickly. Breeze, and you got to go back to Breeze because Breeze and Peyton set the standard. Breeze understood this. He made the pre-snap read. He knew where he was going with before the ball, before the ball was snapped. And that was the success of this offense. Not seeing it. You're not seeing it. So if Dennis Allen is saying that they didn't have enough time on task in training camp, that means you didn't work your team hard enough. You didn't properly prepare this version of the Saints for this season. Let me tell you this right now, ladies and gentlemen. No one gets a mulligan in the NFL once the season starts. You had three mulligans in the preseason, but you chose not to use them. So what are you trying to tell me right now? Because I've said training camp is fool's goal, right? First in this market, long time ago, said it 20 years ago. Hey, man, training camp is fool's goal. The guy that you're playing against every single day, you know you know their tendencies. You know what, the, what their strengths are. You know what their weaknesses are. You know what their go-to move are. Again, you cannot take training camp uh, as a litmus test on what this team is going to be because a smart veteran team under, understands, again, who they're playing against. That's why, again, I've always been in favor of playing other teams having these controlled scrimmages because you don't know what the, what the other team is doing. You don't know what the other player is doing. Then we get a chance to really see mano on mano how good you really are. So all those training ramp, camp reps meant nothing. Nothing. That's what we're being told now. Allen is acting, acting, is acting as though they went into week one with, against Atlanta and the first three games of the season without OTA mini camps and training camp. Let that resonate for a second. Let it resonate for a second. This is a veteran team. It was kept together for the most part because of what? Continuity. But they're playing like a team that doesn't have continuity. At least the continuity we were sold in the offseason, right? Now, to me, this London trip, it's got to be a coming-to-Jesus moment for this team, okay? They need the soul search. They need to find out the root of the problem, whatever it's going to be. they got to solve it. I mean, think about it. One in three in the first quarter of the season, when you talk about the history of this organization, is usually a death nail for the Saints. Two and two is manageable. But they still have two division losses. And the truth be told, they should be 0-3. Okay, they should be 0-3. This is a total team issue, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just the offense, but the total team, from the coaching staff to the practice squad, the entire team. It's a team issue. They're too talented to lose to Carolina. Okay, Baker Mayfield might be the worst quarterback in the NFL. He's inaccurate. He has no clue what he's doing from play to play. They got beat by, 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 again, Baker Mayfield yesterday. Let that resonate for a second. 
Baker Mayfield beat him yesterday. Gosh. (laughs) I mean, they barely beat Atlanta. Atlanta sucks. And to be as futile as they've showed over the first three games of the season, unacceptable. Unacceptable when you talk about this team. I mean, I just go through again, just the, just the game itself. I mean, my my my, my notes. When I look at my notes, there are a few highlights on my notes from the game on Sunday. Very few. And that's become the norm with this team. They better make something happen in London. And I'm not talking about just beating the Vikings. I'm talking about figuring out what, again, was the root of the problem with this team right now and be ready. Because the season, even though, again, it's only about a quarter over with, again, this game this week, it's slipping away. And the problems that ail this team is internal. And sometimes, again, it's getting physically beat. But most of the time, it's self-inflicted wounds. From the coaching staff all the way down again to, to each and every player, it's a look-in-the-mirror type moment. You want to be a contender? You want to live up to the hype? The hype that, again, that you bought into. The, the, the hype that, again, you were telling everybody about how great you were. Well, now's the time to prove it. Because you can't be coming back to New Orleans 1-3 and three and expect this team to be, again, a contender. No, they'll be a pretender without a first-round pick. And that adds insult to injury. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll also talk a little bit about what's going on with LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, also what's happening in the city, all within, the, within this program. Uh, Larry Holder will join us at 535. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your with your AC system. Uh, it breaks down on you. Maybe again you're maybe again you're looking at that cool front that's coming through, and you're thinking, "Man, I'm gonna be using the heater pretty soon." Maybe you need to get that heater checked out. Maybe get it cleaned by a professional. Burkhart can do it for you. Full service company. Fifteen trucks in the field. Thirty minute courtesy call. Fully licensed, insured. Member of the Better Better Business Bureau. Hey, you're thinking you're looking for a company you can trust? Don't go any further than Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. Acpromise.com. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. Find great deals on the perfect fall essentials like chic booties, military blazers, flannel shirts, vests, body scrubs, and more. Get low prices every day on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price, on trend, arriving daily. Ten Eastbound, your delays are solid from Loyola to the airport, and then delays pick back up on Ten Eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Ten Westbound, your delays are solid right at Clearview and look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit and look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers 
Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hey folks, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance, a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies. Serving the entire metropolitan area. I do mean the entire metropolitan area. East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop shop specialist uh, when it comes to insurance. Uh, you can call, click, or come in today for a quote, 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. You want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809. Again, uh, Dave Miet, as I've said before, impressed me so much with his knowledge of insurance. We moved our insurance, entire insurance portfolio to, to, to Dave Miet. I'm glad I did because when Ida hit, Dave was there. He was there after the sale of the insurance. He helped me, helped us through every step of the way to be able to get again our full, um, uh, the, the full uh, insurance payments that we that again we deserved uh, after again the uh, damage that was done to our home. Uh, Dave was great, great through it all. He'll be great for you as well. That's 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Uh, don't forget about our friends over, over at Hendricks uh, Neptunia. Again, uh, uh, limited edition uh, premium gin. It's only going to be on the market until uh, March of 2023. So get out there and get Get a bottle now and enjoy it while you can. Hendrix Neptunia Gym. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. It's going to feature uh, two of our colleagues right here at 106.1, also CrestedySports.com. 
Jude Young, and also uh, award-winning journalist Les East will be our guest. Uh, both those gentlemen write for CrestedSports.com, also are part of the um, Friday uh, 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 high school football show, uh, the, uh, the, uh, pre- uh, what is it, the, from the original uh, that, uh, that, that comes to you from uh, Francesco uh, by Katie's on Harrison Avenue every Friday night. So both those guys, countdown to the original. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Rudy. Countdown to the original. Uh, so those guys will be joining us this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Yeah, it's pretty sad about what's going on with the Saints right now. It was, it was not expected, by, by, especially by me. Uh, but there's something, there's something wrong with this team. Okay, there's something wrong with this team. There's no doubt about that. And, um, you know, like I'll go back to what, what Kelly said. Man, he, when he said it on Saturday night, when I'm listening to his press conference, I'm like, whoa. One time is an accident. Second time is a coincidence. Third time is a habit. And this team doesn't look close to what it's looked like in the past. And then they are pretty much, again, the same, pretty, the same team. Now, it starts up front with the offensive line. Because the offensive line is not protecting uh, um, Jameis Winston, and especially, again, a, a hurt Jameis Winston. And look, at some point, I get it, okay? Jameis Winston uh, will wow you with, again, the, the long passes and, again, the shock and awe. And look, if you look at his stats, incredible stats, right? The problem is he's not getting the protection, and he's not, not able to be able to, be able to um, complete the short passes accurately that make this – particular team go and I don't know if Andy Dalton the, is the answer I don't know if you continue to stay with with Winston but again he was like Lazarus in the fourth quarter yesterday I mean once again right I mean you know just kind of plodding along you know missing receiver after receiver um, you know running for his life not having time to throw the ball uh, and then all of a sudden seven for seven 73 yards great up-tempo drive uh, you know, again, um, uh, nine, yard, nine, nine plays, 83 yards, 313, uh, and the cost Ingram five-yard TD run. I mean, uh, all of a sudden you think, whoa, that's what it looks like. But it's not consistent, and that's the problem right now, you know. Uh, but, again, a lot of that is him being under pressure. I mean, nine quarterback hits yesterday, 11 hurries and a sack, okay? Whether it's pressure from the blitz or, again, physically beaten up front, this particular offensive line is, is, is having problems. And this is a line that, again, is littered with first picks, first-round picks, or, again, when the Saints only had a second-round pick, again, going, using that for, for again, an a, a offensive lineman. So it's, been, it's all top picks and all well-paid. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Just like Tulane on Saturday night. 27-24 loses to USM. I keep hearing trap game. Trap games are for winners. Tulane is not a winner. Okay. You can, you can say trap game when you have a history of winning. There is no history of winning at Tulane. Sorry, not. There's not. They go 14 nothing, then 17 at the half, and then USM took over. And, of course, there's a lost, lost opportunity for Tulane. Who, I've got to be honest with you, it's surprising they got out physical at times. You know, they didn't get out physical by Kansas State, but yet they got out physical by USM. Now, that late Tulane touchdown made it look closer than it really was. Tulane got dominated. I give Will Hall a tremendous amount of credit. He had a great game plan for his former team. And at times, Fritz just didn't adjust. Just didn't adjust. I mean, it felt like once Tulane grabbed the early league, that they got kind of lulled into overconfidence. I mean, if you look at the stats, you would think Tulane won. Think, look at this. this. First down, 26 to 13. Total yards, 451 to 253. 47 uh, 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 attempts 
four, what is it, 47 um, uh, for, for 204, 27 for 59 yards rushing. It, it, uh, the four, uh, you had uh, uh, 36 minutes and one second of uh, time of possession to 23.59. Uh, they outpassed um, – um, they outpassed the uh, USM 247 yards to 194 yards. So they had 240 yard, 204 yards rushing to 59 yards rushing. They doubled the attempts, in, again, 47 to 27 uh, against USM. They only had two penalties for 20 yards. One turnover to zero. Of course, that turnover was a pick six. Defense had six sacks. You just look at the box score, you think Tulane won the game. But they didn't. Self-inflicted mistakes. Special teams continue to cost the green wave. I mean, block punt, field goal, block field goal, two missed field goals, muff punt by, by, that was recovered by Tulane, the pick six, four sacks given up, you know, five tackles for loss, drop passes, uncharacteristically got beat on defense. Now, look, I know they played a lot of players, especially at wide receiver and tight end. You know, uh, maybe that was why the offense stagnated at times. You know, you didn't have keys out there. James wasn't out there. So a lot of guys that maybe you didn't, you, you haven't seen this year. But the pocket collapsed on Pratt. <laughs> I mean, Pratt did everything. This kid, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Bevin, uh, the, the transfer, he dominated the offensive line of Tulane. Now, again, so I'm going to call this a trap game. I say Tulane doesn't deserve the opportunity to have a trap game. You're coming off a two-win season, okay? You haven't sustained anything in terms of winning. So how can they still be that high off, again, the, the Kansas State win, okay, and looking ahead to Houston? You don't have the, you don't have the luxury of, again, l- living on the laurels of Kansas State and looking forward to Houston. Are you kidding me? USM was ready to play. They brought their contingent, again, from Hattiesburg and the Gulf Coast. And they beat your ass in your own in your own backyard. Pathetic. And they got beat by a coach who knows them inside and out. Something that you know you should have prepared for because Will Hall knows you. Now my expectation for this team is higher. Okay, than maybe a lot of you are. But come on. <laughs> I mean, after what happened against Oklahoma last year, where where they got beat, but they had the big head. You're literally going to go into this game, and now everybody's going to say, oh, trap game, trap game. It was a trap game. Oh, man, look, you know what happens in football. It can happen. These are 19-year-old kids. They're, they're, no, no. You don't, you don't get that, that luxury of a trap game. Especially in your own backyard. You don't get an opportunity to get the big head, okay? Looking forward to Houston this week. You better beat Houston's ass after giving up against USM. You got the talent. We see the talent. This is a talented Tulane team. Might be one of the most talented Tulane teams we've seen in a long time on 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 uh, on St. Charles or Willow or, or Claiborne, whatever you want to call it. Right? Looking ahead to Houston, give me a break. Still resting on the laurels of Kansas State, give me a break. You're Tulane. You got to scrap for every single game. You don't get the luxury of having a trap game. Especially again against an opponent where you know the coach, head coach there, knows you inside and out. Now this is one Tulane's gonna 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 look back on and say, man, <laughs> that's the one that hurt us. That's the one that hurt us. Meanwhile, up in Baton Rouge, LSU thirty-eight, New Mexico nothing. 
total domination as it should be. Um, first of all, let me say this. Um, I think they found their punt returner in Besh. Um, he may not be as, and I don't want to say as fast, he's a fast guy. He seems to, again, be able to navigate um, uh, the the blocking. You know, we saw that 76-yard touchdown, punt, round, punt return to, for touchdown uh, uh, call back, right? Um, but you, you can see that, again, that he, that he can do the job. Um, you had two touchdowns taken off the board because of penalties in one drive. And the missed field goal by, by Ramos, again, he's got to be more consistent. Uh, I do will say this. I love the way they're using Besh on these inside routes, okay? Uh, I thought Jenkins and Neighbors continue to play so well. I mean, they really are. I mean, they are so set at wide receiver. And I'll say this. Daniels looks so good in, in the up-tempo offense, showing patience uh, in the pocket. Uh, also, again, what's good about the empty backfield with him is you know he's the running threat, right? So that gives you more, more players out in, in the, um, that, are, that are out there running patterns for you and that have the opportunity to maybe, again, be, part of, be, be catching the football. And if not, he's got the ability to run. Now, uh, they, they said it was a head injury, uh, but supposedly it was not. Uh, but supposedly, again, he's going to be uh, available for Auburn this week. Um, so you look at this, this, this team overall, uh, I thought the defense played lights out. Uh, I think you looked at Nussmeyer, who, again, looked much more comfortable than he did in the Southern game. I thought he was sharp on his throws. 617 17 yards to 88 yards, 21 first downs. That is, again, dominance on the offensive side of the ball, okay? In the second hour, I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the, maybe the future of this team and, and what, this, what this particular program is going, can look like uh, because of the fact that, uh, that the NIL money is, is in place now. The, the, the fact that it looks like this is not just a very, very good coaching staff that is a great, good teaching coaching staff, but, again, it looks like, again, they, they, they can recruit well. Um, and you've got that LSU brand. You've got that LSU brand. Um, in order to build a national championship program, you have to recruit well. But then you also, again, have to take those recruits. Because we've seen this at LSU before, right? Recruits come in. Maybe they're not showing what they should be able to show at LSU. Next thing you know, we see them in the pros, and you're going, wait a minute. This guy barely got any time at LSU. What happened? So, again, the coaches have to identify, you know, how they can utilize those players to the best of their ability and, of course, again, continue to allow them to grow and to teach. It's a small sample size, ladies and gentlemen, against, again, some really bad teams, okay, when, as, as this team starts the, the season. But you've got to remember they had 39 scholarship players to start. They got a late start when it came to the 2022 class in terms of, um, of recruiting. They had to hit the transfer portal hard to be able to try to fill holes on this team. And I think, again, based on what we've seen so far, they've done a pretty darn good job. Now, look, <laughs> getting into the meat of the SEC season now. We're gonna, we're, we're, the litmus test uh, comes from this point forward on again, how good this team can be. But no matter what happens this year, I'm not looking at just this year. This year's Lanyap. I'm looking at the next two years and what this class is going to do. And, again, the 2023 class, if they can hold on to that class, can possibly do. You also take Ogeron's last class, okay, which, again, who are sophomores now are redshirt freshmen. 
When we come back after the break, I'm going to talk a little about it because the foundation is, it, it looks like it's there. It looks like it's there. That, yeah, you might not be able to, you know, be in the mix for, a, for an SEC championship this year, and it's doubtful you will be, even though, again, Daniels is playing lights out, and you've got really good players across the board. But next year and the following year and so on and so forth, this team looks like it's going to be loaded for bear, and it's going to be back in the mix. So we'll see again how that plays out. We'll talk about that as we get into the second hour. But a big win for LSU. Tulane, again, trap game. I don't even want to hear it. You better show up at Houston this week because you let one drop you should not have. And the Saints are in total disarray. They better have a coming to Jesus moment in London this week. This better be a mini training camp. And Dennis Allen better look himself in the mirror and figure out again how he's going to lead this team. No, he's not Sean Payton. We're not asking him to be Sean Payton. But, again, Sean Payton got the most out of his teams. Right now, the team doesn't seem to have too much respect for a guy, the guy that they said deserved the job, the guy that they, the guy that they, the, and, and, of course, the theme of the offseason, which was keep us together. It's continuity. We're on the cusp of something really great. I thought so. I looked at it on paper. They're not playing like, again, they're up to their capabilities. And it starts up front with the offensive line. Defense has played well for the most part. Now, again, they haven't created the turnovers they need to, but they played well for the most part. But this, the, the issue is right now on the offensive side of the ball. And Allen's got to have the guts enough to be able to figure out what's going on and make the changes that are necessary. Period. The end. All right. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Uh, if you're in the market for a generator, if, you're, if you have your air conditioning system that needs to be repaired or you're looking for a new AC system, maybe your heating system needs to be, be, uh, be repaired, cleaned, or you're looking for a new heating system. Maybe you're looking for that APCO whole home treatment system uh, that, again, that cleans your air in your home or your business, or, again, maybe a tankless water heater. Electrical needs, plumbing needs, Burkhardt does it all. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Burkhardt is, will be there. Only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix F. Jr. Jim. On the market for, again, a limited time all the way to March 2023. Uh, it is the, the latest in um, uh, the limited edition spirits that have been put out by Hendricks Hendrix Gin. Hendricks Neptunia Gin in your spirit store now. Uh, demand it at your favorite restaurant. Demand it at your favorite bar. Make sure, again, you, you stock up uh, on Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Only around till March of 2023. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. 
Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory, Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code IMPACT at checkout. That's harrys.com, code IMPACT. Enjoy! Diamonds Direct's unbelievable zero-interest finance offer is coming to a close. But you have until this Sunday to take advantage of five years zero-interest financing on any purchase. Now more than ever, it's the smartest way to buy. You can get that engagement ring or fabulous piece of designer jewelry and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. This amazing offer is good through this weekend only. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get all the details, including special Sunday hours, at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Henrik Deptunia Gin. Reach out again. Uh, ask your favorite bartender, your favorite uh, uh, mixologist. Maybe, again, those that, again, they're in the know and at, at your favorite spirit store about Henrik Deptunia Gin. Uh, limited edition gin, only out until March of 2023. Get out there and enjoy Henrik Deptunia Gin, the portfolio of William Grant Independent Family Steel since 1887. We'll be right back. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim.
time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Radio app, tune in radio app, our digital partners, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web, and of course, uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we're going to be joined by Les East, award-winning journalist, and also Jude Young. Both of CrestedSports.com, both of, again, uh, 106.1 FM. Jude's got uh, his show All Access. Both Jude and um, and Les uh, are the host of the Countdown to the Original over at Francesca by Katie's every single Friday. Uh, you go down there and enjoy, again, great high school football as part of the original right here on 106.1 FM, the most comprehensive scoreboard show in the country. Uh, and, of course, Les and, uh, and Jude are part above that. And, of course, CrestedSports.com. They joined us on the award-winning Inside the World Sports this week, Thursday, with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. Uh, also live streaming on the TV YouTube page. Then here come the uh, rebroadcast. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at uh, 2 a.m. on WLE TV 2, The Deuce or uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. 
Uh, again, uh, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar, fast becoming the highest-selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category. And, of course, it was inspired by Henrik's home on the rugged coast of southwest Scotland, created at Henrik's Gin Palace on, on that uh, Ayrshire coast of southwest Scotland. Henrik's Neptunia Gin was inspired by the poetic melody of the waves that enchanted uh, their master distiller uh, and also scientist Miss Leslie Gracie as she, spo- as she um, strolled the local beaches of Scotland. She used her background in chemistry and her experience in experimentation and her facita- fascination with um, botanical pairings to be able to put together uh, this fantastic gin. Miss Gracie extracted the magical allure of the sea and bottled it in a gin, and the name Nep- Neptunia refers to goddess of the sea. Hendrix Neptunia gin on, on your favorite spirit stored shelves now. Should be at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar or demand it. Again, uh, demand Hendrix Neptunia gin. You only have until March of 2023 to enjoy it. So stock up now on Hendrix Neptunia gin. I did want to start this hour uh, on a positive note after, again, talking about the Saints and their troubles in the first hour. Tulane, uh, you know, with the, with the quote-unquote trap game. Give me a break. Okay, LSU with a, with a big dominating win over uh, New Mexico. And, and it got me thinking over the weekend. You know, because, look, this is a, a small sample size on LSU, okay? You know, they beat Southern. They beat New Mexico. They should have. They, they, again, they lost in the final play to, to Florida State. Yes, they beat Mississippi State, which is an SEC team. And, you know, but, again, at the end of the day, where's Mississippi State going to be in the hierarchy of the SEC? Are they going to be in the, in the upper echelon of the West or going to be, again, uh, you know, cellar dwellers? We don't know that yet, okay? What we do know is, that, again, this LSU team had to come from pretty much rock bottom with Ogeron. You know, with all the defections that we saw, we saw we saw some really good players defect to the NFL or defect to other universities. You know, but, you know, the bedrock in some case of of this team, uh, and then they, and, they, and they left for greener pastures. Brian Kelly comes in, thirty nine scholarship players has to go into the transfer portal uh, to be able to augment his roster, uh, and then of course got it was a little late on the twenty twenty two class, but nevertheless. This is a team again that the foundation is 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 building. You're seeing it now. And, and I went through the roster, and, and if you really look at it and you try to look at it objectively, you got to like what you're seeing right now. All right, let's take, first of all, take Ed's last class, Ogeron's last class. And, and, and that's, that's the sophomores of the redshirt freshman at the wide receiver position, Brian Thomas. Um, also, um, uh, neighbors, um, uh, um, Jack Besh. Um, you've got Chris Hilton, who, again, who showed up this past weekend, redshirt freshman. Um, you look at at the uh, at uh, uh, the offensive line, Dellinger is a sophomore. Emory Jones is a freshman. Uh, Xavier Hill is a sophomore. Uh, Charles, I got to leave Charles Turner. I'm, I'm not mentioning the juniors, okay? I'm mentioning just the sophomores, and then we'll get into the freshman class. Miles Frazier is the redshirt sophomore. Uh, you look at um, Dumerville, who really has not showed up, but he's a sophomore. Um, McAloli, uh, again, redshirt sophomore um, at the tight end position. Mason Taylor is a freshman. Cole Taylor is a sophomore. Jack Mash- Mashburn is a sophomore. Um, the running back position. Goodwin is a sophomore. Um, the quarterback position. Nussmeyer is a redshirt freshman. Walker Howard is a freshman. And then, of course, on the defensive side of the ball, you've got um, you've got Xavier Carter, who's a sophomore. Wingo, who's a sophomore. Uh, you've got uh, Guillory, who's a sophomore. 
Quincy Wiggins, who's a freshman. Uh, Savion Jones, who's a sophomore. Uh, Greg Penn is a sophomore. Wes Wheats is a sophomore. Perkins is a freshman. Uh, Demario Tolan is a, is a freshman. Um, Colby Fields is a freshman. Jared Small is, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jay Ward, uh, I'm sorry, Sage Ryan is a redshirt freshman. You've got uh, Demarius McGee, which is a sophomore. Sage Ryan is a redshirt sophomore. Um, you've got Jordan Allen, who's a freshman. Uh, Langla, um, uh, Matthew Langlis is a sophomore. Major Burns is a sophomore. Sage Ryan, I mentioned, is a redshirt freshman. Uh, Derek Davis Jr. is a sophomore. And, of course, Jalen Davis Robinson is a freshman. I mean, look at the, at, at the freshmen and sophomores that you have on this team right now. And, and some of those freshmen and sophomores are contributing now to this team and contributing in a big way. And we haven't even talked about the 2023 class. So when you look at this team right now, and, and you look at the, the future of this team, just the names that I, that, that I just started spouting off here, okay? You have to feel really good about LSU going forward. First of all, these players are getting a lot of playing time right now, both the sophomores and the freshmen, as they should have. And if I'm Brian Kelly, I'm sticking with that. You know, I want to play these young guys because it's only going to pay dividends later on, okay? But you can see it. I mean, you can see it right now. You can see it again, just in, again, with the, how these young players are, are, are contributing. I mean, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. I really don't. I mean, when you look at, the again, what was left over with 39 scholarship players, what was left over from O's uh, 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 regime, based on the four games played we've seen, we can see that Kelly and his staff are great teachers. We can see, again, that, again, you know the essence of coaching is teaching, right? And they're pretty damn good recruiters. The preparation is there. You see that's evident. And they're, they're, it looks like a very good coaching staff. So you know the players are going to be, are going to be well coached. The NIL money is there. So it's available. So, again, you're going to be able to compete in the SEC with the NIL money. So now you look at what do you need to win a national championship to be a perennial contender? You need to be able to have, again, a pipeline of good players coming in. And they've got that. They've got that. I mean, the freshman class is looking great, okay? That's, that, again, that, that, that sophomore class, that redshirt freshman class looking great. These last two classes could be a national championship foundation classes, especially if Kelly can hold on to them. There's no guarantee in today's college football that you can hold on to them. Add in, the, again, the incoming 2023 class that's verbally committed, and, and, and you really got to like where this team is right now. Again. They may not be a contender in the SEC this year. But the foundation that's being built right now for this team, for this program, you should be able to see that clear as day on the players that they have on the field right now. And you see these players getting better. Now, Jaden Daniels, hopefully he's, he's around for another year because, again, he's playing well. But you got a pipeline of quarterbacks there. Running backs, you got some really good backs going to be coming in in, 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 this, in this recruiting class. Wide receiver, they're set. You look at the defense across the board from the defensive line to the second and third levels. They got players. Offensive line, they're playing a lot of those young players now. So what do you think they're going to be? What do you think they're going to be an Emory, an Emory uh, Jones and, 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 and a Will Campbell at all in a couple years after, again, maybe one or two years of SEC play under their belt as they get into their junior year? 
know, I like what I see now out of this team. And, again, if you look at the depth chart, and then based on what we're seeing in the 2023 class coming in, this is the precursor of some really good years at LSU under Brian Kelly. Hey, Pell's had media day today. Training camp starts tomorrow. But for this group, again, they never stop working out. That's the theme of the offseason for this team, okay? They worked out as a team all offseason long. And we talked about it right on the program when the season ended. What are they going to do? Are they going to go all their separate ways? Or are they going to come together like they did last year at a couple different cities and work out? Though they went even further. Some guys never left the facility. But then they came together and they, and they practiced as a team. They worked out as a team. Look, on paper, they're set to take the next step in the NBA, as championship contenders do, right? It appears that everyone has taken the offseason seriously. And they're coming into camp now ready to make a run in a division championship, which is the next step. Everybody wants to know about Zion. If you saw the video today, if you saw the pictures today, he's in the best shape of his pro career. That's a plus. Hopefully he worked on his game. Give me a mid-range jumper, just a mid-range, and again, be a better defensive player. Off the ball, on the ball. That's all I'm looking for this year. They locked up C.J. McCollum over the weekend, two-year, uh, $64 million extension. They're healthy. They're ready. And I'm telling you right now, I can't wait for the season to start. October 19th against Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. Now, hopefully, the continuity theme that was touted by both the Saints and the Pelicans in the offseason will go better for the Pels at the season starter like the Saints, who struggle to get out of the gate. It's the Pels who have traditionally struggled to get out the gate, right? <laughs> Hopefully that won't happen this season. Hopefully, again, we'll see this team very competitive uh, right from, the, right from the, the start of the season. But on paper, you know, again, we know how good paper is, right? We're seeing what the, the Saints look like on paper right now, right? On paper, this looks like a really good team. But we know that, again, nothing counts on paper. It kind of, what happens between the white lines is what happens. Uh, that, that's what counts. But I really am excited about the Pelican season based on the work they put in the offseason, based on what we saw last year, and based on, again, you know the incre- incremental steps that you have to take in the NBA unless, again, you're putting together a super team uh, to be able to win a, a, a NBA championship. And it looks like the Pelicans are poised to take that next step. So, again, I'm excited to hear. I'm excited. I hope that you are. I hope you start paying attention to what's going on and you won't start becoming a Pelican fan in January but rather in October. That would be a big change for, the, for this city. And hopefully, again, uh, all the, the, there's pockets of Pelicans fans everywhere, but we need more of them. And I hope you're in that number. Um, I am going to get a little negative here for a moment because I just have to tell the truth. It's what we do on this program. Read this in the New York Post this morning. Um, and they've joined now news organizations from around the world doing a story on the plight of New Orleans. Don't you hate that? The plight of old New Orleans. Poor, poor New Orleans. Can't get out of its own way. Poor New Orleans. So the plight of New Orleans under Cantrell. And, of course, they put a laundry list of our dirty, dirty laundry out there for everybody to see. Okay? The, the Cantrell recall. The highest murder rate in the country. The mass exodus of police officers. The uh, crumbling infrastructure, right? Uh, that, that, again, that half of that Katrina rebuilding money is still sitting in the bank unused, on the brink of being taken back by Washington. 
you know, the mayor's lavish trips to everywhere, her refusal to be able to pay the city back for her travel upgrades, and her countless excuses on why she needs to fly first class, and have the accommodations that are normally uh, reserved for the rich and famous, not, not again a city mayor. No, it's all out there now. Our dirty laundry is out there for the world to see. For a city that relies on tourism to pay the bills, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. I mean, do you think we're going to keep this a, a secret? I mean, again, we're an international city. Okay? Like I said earlier today, Des Moines, Iowa, people not report on Des Moines, Iowa. They're reporting on New Orleans, Louisiana, because we are an international city. Long before Cantrell even came to the city of New Orleans from Compton, we were an international city. We continue to be that with, again, horrible leadership. So now, it's not just Louisiana that's watching. It's not just those in the metropolitan area that are watching Orleans Parish. The world is watching Orleans Parish now. Okay? Will they recall this failure of a mayor? Okay? With the world watching. Will, again, we start to see uh, uh, infrastructure projects being rebuilt and, the, and not losing this precious funding that we deserve in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system. Despite the fact that, again, we have not had the leadership in place over the last three administrations to get it done, to get the work done. We've dragged behind the crime that is out of control, the breakdown, again, of the criminal justice system here in New Orleans, from the police to the courts to the district attorney's office to the school system. We go all the way down the line, again, on the, the social ills. But this is a dangerous city now, and the world knows it now. The mass exodus of police officers, even though, again, they can get higher pay in, the, in New Orleans, better benefits in New Orleans than any of the other metropolitan police, police um, organizations, and yet, again, quality officers continue to be able to say sayonara to New Orleans because of lack of leadership. Lack of leadership from the mayor to, again, the hierarchy of the NOPD. Continues. You know, the big laugh is Mike Glasser saying that they bring in the, 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 the consultants from New York to tell Cantrell and the police, for, and, and, and the police superintendent on, on how to be able to, to slow down the attrition and how to be able to make this a more um, attractive job for police officers. And Glasser tells the, the, the world that, hey, we gave these recommendations to the mayor and the police chief years ago. They just ignored them. Same recommendations years ago could have happened. They ignored them because they came from Pano. But yet again, they'll pay a consultant from New York to come in with the same exact recommendations. Goes back again to lack of leadership. Goes again back to, again, 28% of the electric bothering to show up on a beautiful day in New Orleans to go cast a vote against Cantrell. The garbage wasn't getting picked up. Crime was out of control. I've said it before. Normally those two things happen in a big city. The mayor is ousted. The council's ousted. Not here. Only 28% of the people bothered to show up. So now we've got a, a, a recall. And I still don't see the motivation of the black community in our city to stand up and say enough is enough. 
and the worst neighborhoods in this city, the ones that, again, that get the least attention, the, one, the ones where, again, the, the infrastructure is crumbling, or, again, we are, we are, are beset with blight, where, again, crime is out of control, or in the black communities of our city. The news media only covers it, again, when it, when it leaks into the white community, when it leaks into, again, uh, the, the well-to-do communities like Lakeview and Uptown. Those people have the wherewithal to get out. But yet again, the, the epicenter of wealth within the black community in our, in, our, in our town, New Orleans East, totally forgotten. But yet you continue to vote these clowns in every single election cycle and expect a different result. So now the world knows. The world knows the plight of New Orleans. The world knows where we are right now in September of 2022. And they also know that, again, that there's at least a, a, a small group of people in this city that have said that enough is enough. I want a safe city. I want a city I can go and enjoy, not just for the tourists. I want to be able to enjoy it. It's my city. I want to be able to drive down the street without looking over your shoulder, worried about getting carjacked, or parking your car and worried about getting carjacked, getting robbed, being caught in the crossfire and getting murdered, children getting murdered, women getting murdered. Come, Are you kidding me? It is totally out of control. So the secret is out. It's not, it's not a secret anymore. We can't sleep. We can't sweep it under the rug and just hope that, ooh, hope nobody else finds out that we're having all these problems in New Orleans because we reap what we sow. Because we didn't stand up at election time to be able to make sure that, again, we put the people in that have a vision. They have the ability to do the job. I've said it before. The mayor of New Orleans is not an on-the-job, learn-on-the-job type situation. Okay. Can't learn on the job. You got to know what you got to know. You got to know how to lead. And here we are. So I ask again: Is the black community in this city are they fed up? Are they fed up with the crime? Are they fed up watching their babies being killed? Are they fed up, fed up watching their women getting killed? Are they fed up with the blight? Are they fed up with again the once a week garbage pickup, paying for twice a week? Are you, are you fed up with again the lack of services? Because if you're not, you're not going to sign the petition. And if it's about race, man, get over it. Get over it. I could care less what race a person is, again, when they're in a position of power. Can you do the damn job? And she can't. And she's proven that. And she had more than enough time to be able to turn it around. No, all she wants to do is party all the time. The arrogance of saying she's got to work, she's got to have a first-class ticket to travel. She's got to be able to have accommodations like the rich and famous. Are you kidding me? Most of the, pe- most of the people in this town have never, have never traveled 50 miles outside this town. Okay? And she's doing a world tour. So until we wake up as a people, until, again, we can put, put away and put aside race Oh, I'm only going to vote for the black candidate because I'm black. Or I'm only going to vote for the white candidate because I'm white. Let me say it again. Anybody who thinks this is a Republican-assisted or motivated recall, you're smoking. And it ain't tobacco. Republicans have no shot in the city of New Orleans ever being there. Okay? District attorney, judges. Okay? 
District A will elect a Republican, and that's it. This is a Democratic, Democratic stronghold, and at the end of the day, that means, again, you've got to reelect a Democrat with vision, a Democrat that can lead, a Democrat that can get the job done, and we haven't done it. It's the next generation of the past generations that have, again, drugged this city down from the Queen City of the South to where we are today. And you keep electing them. That's why I said when I, took, when, I, when I got behind the microphone, vote for the name you do not know. Do not vote for the family that, again, that all they've done their whole lives, their generation of generation, have been in politics. That politics is the family business. And in the case of Cantrell, she never had the qualification to be mayor, and we are reaping what we're sowing now. So the New York Post wrote about it this weekend. They joined publications from all over the world, news services from all over the world, including Fox News and others, that, again, are putting a spotlight on New Orleans. The, the question to you is, what are you going to do about it? Are you willing to be able to, again, have the courage to make the change that's necessary? Or is this about race for you? Because if it is, just wallowing, again, in, in, in the issues that we're having here that are not going away, crime, blight, Infrastructure crumbling. Lack of, again, I mean, in this town, you got to send your kid to a Catholic school or a private school to get them educated. Not like that in most towns around the world, around, the, around this country, but here it is. So many inherent problems that we've had that we, again, that have been festering for the last 50 years, almost my entire lifetime. Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to make the, make the move here? Because right now, again, the world is watching us. We're an international city. Tourism is our bread and butter. If we don't do it, and we don't do it for ourselves, nobody's coming to help us. Nobody's coming to rescue New Orleans. New Orleans has to rescue itself. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Going to take a break. We'll hear from Larry Holder of The Athletic. We'll talk some Saints with him. Don't forget about my friends over at Suburban Roofing. 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated, fully licensed, insured, member of the Better Business Bureau. My friend Marty Scoggins has been re-roofing Louisiana, South Louisiana for over two decades. Did you know they're one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers, which means, again, that you qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty program? Not only that, Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable, stands behind all suburban roofing's quality workmanship, and, of course, when it comes to his his, uh, his um Skilled crews, they're experts in all types of roofs. I don't care what type of roof you have, they can repair it, they can replace it. They'll even hand nail your roof, which is a lost art. Everybody wants to come out with the, with, with the air gun, pop, 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 and move on to the next job. Not Southern Tire. The attention to detail is what sets them apart. Don't sign that contract until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt's got you covered. That's right. They got generators right now in their warehouse in Mandeville waiting to be installed in your home or your business. All you got to do is make the call. Jason Burkhart will come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. And then, of course, when you guys come to an, uh, an agreement, they'll put you on the, on the calendar for a single-day install. You can finance it over time with low monthly notes. They pay it up front. New install quality check after one month. They do that for everything they install for you, making sure, you, again, you know how to operate the system. 
And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service with all the parts you need for your generator stock at Burkhardt's uh, Warehouse in Mandeville. You don't have had to bought, buy, have bought your generator from Burkhardt. They can service it for you. And Burkhardt does it all for you when it comes to installing your generator, planning, permits, inspection. Their dedicated gener- generator team does it all. They're the experts. Looking for a generator, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henry Septunia Gin. Limited edition spirit uh, in the, in the super, brin, gin, super premium gin category. That's available only until March of 2023. Get out there and enjoy Henry Steptunia Gin. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Your burrito prayers have been answered. Taco Bell's double steak grilled cheese burrito is back with that juicy steak smothered in nacho cheese with a three cheese blend that's grilled on top at participating U.S. Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Hours and participation vary. Double the steak claim as compared to the steak quesadilla. Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at the Almanasta Louisa exit. Your delays are going to be solid 10 eastbound from Williams to the airport. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays solid on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal. And then delays pick back up 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Power. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatula's to the Camp Street exit. And if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for backups from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. Look, they offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something for everyone's budget. And now you go to southerntire.com, choose your tires, order them, and of course, head over to Southern Tire. They'll be ready to mount them for you. Uh, looking for a company you can trust when it comes to, again, keeping your vehicle on the road? You got, you got problems with the engine? Look. Southern, uh, when you talk about Southern Tire, they have ASC certified technicians, same as the dealership, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And I've said before, Tony Piazza and his family have, in, have invested in even more diagnostic equipment than you'll get at the dealership. Uh, of course, again, wheels and tires are the 30 inches, financing available. And, of course, they tr- truly a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in, in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle before you bring it to Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. New Orleans, of course, that's Mayor Cantrell's theme song because she likes to party all the time. Meanwhile, again, the the eyes of the world are on New Orleans. Uh, no hiding from it anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it's not just again the New York Times, New York Post, the Washington uh, Post. Again, it's not just again the Los Angeles Times, not just news media from all over uh, the country that are watching New Orleans now. It is everywhere. Okay, because we're an international city, and people care about this city. Do you care about your city? Well, you know, again, if you do, sign the recall. All right, we'll uh, shift gears now back to sports. Joining us in the program each and every week from The Athletic, New Orleans' own Larry Holder joining us. Larry, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Doing fine, Larry. Doing fine. Doing fine. Not so, not so, not such a good weekend for the home teams. Uh, but, um, you know, other than that, everything is cool. Yeah, I would definitely say uh, there is uh, some room for concern, especially <laughs> in in Land. Um, yep. It's uh, it just seems like, like I, I know we're going to dive deep into this, but it seems like just I don't even know what to make of the offense. Like I just, <laughs> it's it, it just doesn't seem like anything is in sync. Uh, right. Whether it's you look at any position, you look at who's calling the plays. All of it. It all just looks just completely uh, and just kind of inept and uh, too discombobulated to, to win regularly in the Indiana right now. Larry, you covered this team again since Peyton came to town. Did he mean that much? I mean, at the end of the day, I, I know, again, we had the wrath of Peyton, and he took no nonsense, and he was a tough coach, 
And we know, again, that he was an offensive genius. And he didn't tolerate mistakes. I mean, we go through all the things that, again, we saw. You know, the, the Charles Brown moment, I've, I've seen enough. I mean, all these things that we've seen in the history of Peyton. Is it that big of a void right now? Well, when you lose Peyton and you lose Drew Brees, I mean, that's where we are right now. I mean, look, sure. we all know that uh, Pete Carmichael, as the, the offensive coordinator, does he know the, the offense in inside and out? Of course he does. Does he command the same presence as Sean Payton does? No, he just doesn't. I mean, there's a reason why he has not ever gotten a real sniff at a head coaching job. I mean, he's basically a behind-the-scenes kind of a guy. Uh, smart guy, but like, like I said, uh, doesn't command a major presence. And then when you you don't look, they're in the part. They're in, the Saints are in the category that Sean Payton warned about for years and years and years. When you don't have a quarterback and you're always searching, uh, you're in a bad spot. And that's where the Saints are right now. I mean, it's a uh, regardless of who's in the building right now, and regardless of if if the Saints continue to move on with Jameis Winston. Uh, or they make a shift at some point to Andy Dalton if if Winston can't get the job done. Regardless, they are in a spot where they are on the hunt. They're not settled at that position. And when you have a new play caller, a new head coach, and instability at quarterback, this is part of what happens. And so it's uh, it's not like, and it's not all on those guys, but uh, the heavy burden is on on those three spots. And I mean that's why we're seeing the Saints offense and the Saints as a team uh, really kind of floundering. I mean, you know, it took a major comeback to win one game. Uh, yep. And it's it's just they're, they're fortunate not to be 0-3. Oh, I agree. I said that early in my monologue. They should be 0-3. Are you kidding me? It's been like a quarter and a half of, again, good offense. Other than that, it's been, it's been stagnant. I want to go back to the quarterback for a moment because I do think a lot of the problem is, is the offensive line, which is really, again um, – Kind of scary. But, again, you and I have talked about this in the past. Breeze was a guy that called the line, called the, made the line calls. Uh, he knew the offense inside and out. He knew, again, where he was going with the football, uh, even before, again, with his pre-snap read. And he got the ball out quickly. And, again, the offensive line was always touted as one of the best in the NFL. But, again, the, the, the question is, were they? Or, again, was this a byproduct of, again, Breeze, again, being so uh, in tune with the offense, understanding the offense, offense built for Breeze, and then, of course, on game day, getting the ball out very quickly to, again, the receivers uh, that, 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 were, that were, again, opened by, as a byproduct of the, of the offense, right? We saw his limitations in terms of the deep ball as he, as he got older as a player. But what we're seeing with the offensive line right now, and, and a cor- is, is it a byproduct of, again, the quarterback, or are they just not playing well, and this is who they really are? Because a lot has been invested in this offensive line. Well, I think we always make a lot out of, you know, Drew Brees makes wide receivers and tight ends better. Well, I think right. there's, uh, there's a, a rec, uh, you know, a, a point to be made that he probably made offensive linemen better. I agree. I've always said it. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, look, Jermon Bushrod made two Pro Bowls, and he's one of my favorite guys I've ever covered. But, look, I don't – he's never been a Pro Bowl caliber player once leaving the Saints and – True. Uh, Jamal Brown wasn't either, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Carl Nix just said, look, he had some unfortunate circumstances, but right. still, right. Uh, you know, when people leave, it's not just skilled players, but off the offensive linemen. Uh, you know, Drew Brees, when when he's not getting touched, it, it, people look at it as the offensive lineman, he gets the ball out quick, so and yep. it makes 
decisions and smart decisions. And he's right. one of the smartest guys to ever play football. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that Jameis Winston isn't an intelligent guy playing football, but I just think he, we all know that it's, he's not Drew Brees in terms of, uh, processing you, uh, the information and, mm-hmm. and, and making it happen. So I think there is miscommunication up there and maybe, uh, uh, we've seen Andres Pete out with a concussion. I mean, he's always been a question mark. I mean, Cesar Ruiz has been a bit of a question mark for sure. Uh, you know, they're playing a guy who's not a normal starter at, at uh, left tackle right now. And uh, so it's, uh, and it, to me, I think it's, uh, it's probably a bit of a combination of maybe the offensive line isn't as good as we thought and the quarterback. Uh, being able to climb the pocket, process blitzing, this, that, and the yes. other. So you add it all up, and uh, it's it's what we're seeing uh, these first three games and some indecision and some uh, some erratic play from both the quarterback and O line. See, I, I think that we see when when Jameis Winston is pressured, he reverts back to the Tampa Bay Jameis. And I think, again, the byproduct of the pressure we're seeing is not just the offensive line, but, again, his injury and his inability to have escapability, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like the only person who actually knows the answer of uh, how much the injury is affecting Jameis Winston has got to be Jameis Winston. Uh, and that's, that's the thing. It's like how much uh, you want to trust the player, and yet you know he's going to want to fight tooth and nail because he's a competitor and he knows – uh, that he wants to be out there and, uh, you know, look, for better or worse, he's still the better option of the two quarterbacks when healthy. But uh, how much is that health hindering the Saints? I mean, I, you know, I, I think that's – you're almost like, all right, do you trust what the Saints are going with or should should we should us as uh, outside the building not trust it and say they're doing the wrong thing? I mean, that's a, that's a fine line. So it's uh, – it's something that uh, now we got multiple injuries, right? I mean, we got back, we got it, we got what foot, ankle, something, you know. Yep. Oh, yeah, it, 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 I was yeah. yeah, and yeah, and and coming off of a knee injury, <laughs> so right. that, that yeah. yeah, so it's it is uh, you add it all up and add everything else up, and um, look, the, everybody in this fan base and on airline drive has tons of reasons to be uh, questioning and frustrated and looking for answers right now. What is surprising, and for a guy that was in this locker room for so for so long, is everybody to a person in the, as a media member, uh, fans, those of us that, that again that uh, you know that that pontificate on a daily basis about this, always felt like this locker room self policed itself. That the leaders in this locker room would pull it together. Doesn't seem like that's happened over the first three games. Now that could change in London, because you're getting away for a week. And again, if it's all about football, not about again touring and checking out again the you know the sights and sounds of London, maybe they can pull it together. But that to me has been the biggest surprise. That again, they're not self-policing themselves right now inside that locker room. Well, I don't really have an answer for that. I mean, I just don't know if that's true or not, uh, or it's just they look they're just not they're not as good as we thought maybe they were. I mean, that uh, like to me defensively, I know they've had some hiccups here and there. Uh, Mm-hmm. But I still think they've got plenty of people that are well-respected on that side of the football. And uh, offensively, we we know they've got guys who have been there and done that in the NFL. I mean, you go uh, you know, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. Uh, you know, yeah, this is not a disciplined team right now. This is a team with said that again. The, the, the reason why they are one, they're one and two right now is self-inflicted wounds. I mean, 
that's the big difference. And, you know, at some point, every player's got to look at themselves and say, what am I doing that, that are lending to the catastrophe that it has been the beginning of the season? Oh, I agree with that. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But it's but leaders can only take you so far. I mean, if, if you can – you've got to have everybody on the same page. And, I mean, that's not just up to leaders. I mean, that's up to every individual that's player. That's where we heard continuity, right? On that I mean, that's where right. we heard all season long, continuity. Well, it's uh, – they've like I said, they've got people who have done it. Uh, but, I mean, how – you know, are they – uh, part and a lot of that comes actually maybe coming down on the head coach too. I mean, he's got to recognize what's going wrong, and you know, the, again, this is Dennis Allen. He's he is going into week four of his second stint as a head coach, and he's got to be able to identify that and and, and have the uh, guts look, to be able to make the the, the the tough decisions. I think he has that, but I think you also don't want to panic too early. I mean, that's no, that's, I get it. That's the fine line there too. You don't want to panic too early. I mean, you're one and two. Uh, mm-hmm. And then let's see if they go to London and they're two and two, and things probably still won't be perfect. But uh, you know, I, I think no, that, that, you, that a, that's work. Two and two is workable. One and three probably isn't. Right, I agree. I agree there. Uh, so uh, and, and Minnesota, after playing well one week, you know they haven't they haven't totally played well, and Kirk Cousins has not been that good. And so do I think that the, if the, are the Vikings susceptible? Sure, I think they're kind of uh, you know they're in the same boat. Who had coach? New system, new this, new that. They've got capable players in, in certain spots, but I mean, uh, you know, uh, where are they? You know, in terms of continuity and this, that, and the other. So it's a, uh, you know, if there's a team that uh, that the Saints can maybe get this thing back right, it might be this one. But also, you know, you would probably would have thought that with Carolina. I mean, they lost nine games in a row. Baker Mayfield has been bad. Right. That, He's you garbage. Know, so you'd have thought that, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I, I, I've never seen a more erratic quarterback. Okay, uh, they, they, they can't they can't make uh, you know an accurate throw. I mean, they could literally they got beat by a horrible. They got beat by Christian McCaffrey yesterday, pretty much. Okay, just and amazing. Self inflicted wounds. I mean, Alvin Kamara yeah. doesn't fumble, and you don't have missed field goals. Come I mean, on. Yeah, they got beat by McCaffrey and self inflicted wounds. I mean, that's by, by stars, by the stars. Okay, not not, yeah. not you know, you know. I mean, that's the thing that's frustrating for a lot of people that are watching this right now because much more was expected out of this roster based on, again, the continuity, uh, again, what we've seen in terms of, again, what we know this team can do. Um, it's, Actually, Eric, a, I don't know if we know what this team can do. I mean, I think we've got to stop saying that. I don't know what this team can do. I mean, last year they had to basically like – they have an improved roster, in my mm-hmm. eyes. You know, they got improved skill yep. position players. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, they, they still got some, you know, defense should be good. Uh, last year they had, uh, you know, worse, worse skill position players. They scratched together nine and eight, but I don't know what the team is right now. I mean, I, I think they could be good defensively week in and week out, uh, but I, look, but they can't do anything offensively. We're going <laughs> to, I mean, right. 500. I mean, obviously you can't go 500, uh, can't. but I mean, look, yeah, it's, no. you know, we're looking at the floor instead of the ceiling in terms of wins and losses. Wow. Well, I thought Brian Kelly said it best this weekend. One time is an accident, second time is a coincidence, third time is a habit. I think that can you can look at the Saints and look at that right now and go, you know, that's pretty close to what we're looking at. Who would have thought we'd been quoting Brian Kelly week three, week four, had noon on the Saints season? <laughs> no doubt. But it's, it's, it's apropos. It's apropos, yeah. no doubt about it. Larry, tell us about what you got coming up with The Athletic, how folks can subscribe, how folks can follow you on social media. 
Yep, I've got my weekly outlook uh, for uh, the NFL MVP race. It's definitely, um, it's it. You got some some new uh, new faces and maybe some new faces, older familiar yeah. faces vying uh, for that thing now. Uh, so I'll have that coming out tomorrow, and then I have my weekly picks uh, that are on the Athletic, and then uh, you know I give it. Uh, I've given it through four weeks, and then after this week. I will start coming out with my big, broad trend pieces, whether I'm looking at quarterbacks, O-line pressure, uh, you know, pass rush, uh, you know, wide receivers. I, I, I'm giving it a month, and then that's when you see start seeing the trends, like you said, Eric, yes. <laughs> habit trends. Uh, so right. then I'm going to be coming full blast with those every week. Uh, so you can go check all those out uh, starting next week, uh, theathletic.com slash NFL. All right, remember, folks, when you go to The Athletic and you subscribe, do it under Larry's um... – um, uh, on Larry's moniker. Again, Larry gets credit for that. We want to make sure, again, that happens. But also, again, uh, great writers for The Athletic. I, I, I recommend it to everyone. And, of course, again, Larry doing a great job as always. Larry, thanks for your time each and every week. We appreciate it, bud. You got it, E. We'll talk again next week. Hopefully a little bit better. <laughs> Conversation. <laughs> there you go. Larry Holder, The Athletic, uh, at Larry Holder on Twitter. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down even after hours. Burkhardt, again, a Burkhardt employee is on duty, taking your call, dispatching a Burkhardt truck out to your home or your business to get you up and running. Uh, none of this will see you tomorrow. None of this will go into an exchange. No, no, a Burkhardt employee is answering the phone, dispatching a Burkhardt truck with a Nate certified technician out to get you up and running. For a company you can trust when it comes to your AC system, even after hours, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Demptonia Gin, uh, limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category, part of uh, the portfolio of William Grant. Get out there and enjoy Hendricks Demptonia Gin at your favorite spirit store, restaurant, or bar. That's Hendricks Demptonia Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoville. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code IMPACT at checkout. That's harrys.com, code IMPACT. Enjoy! All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you joining us from the program. I want to thank all the sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide show the sponsors sponsor our show, including our friends at Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Reach for Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Also, we appreciate you guys supporting our sponsors, and thank you so much for listening, as always. Uh, I want to thank Rudy back at studio, Larry Holder for joining us on the show. Coming up next on All Access with Ken Trahan, it's Les East and Christy Floyd are his guests, both from CrestySports.com. We'll do it all over again starting tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Eric Asher. For the dog kit to the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go.